Pistons are the basketball champions of the world. of the Buffs on Podcast. We are the best POD in the 313. The whole squad's here today. We got a late night recording session. Uh, after the worst schedule drop in Pistons history, I would say. I mean, technical difficulties when they were supposed to do a live stream and then a four-hour delay for, what, like a sitcom of Jalen Rhodes in the Pistons practice facility? Whatever it is, it is. We still got Pistons schedules out there. We're going to go through some key dates for you guys, some games we have our eyes on, and probably talk a little in-season turning as well. Uh, let's not uh, delay too long. I know everyone's had a long day, so let's jump into it. First game I got marked on my calendars. I'll go first because, I mean, I got the first game circled on my calendar, and that's October 25th, uh, Pistons opening in Miami against the Heat. The Heat coming off a finals run, the Pistons looking – uh, to come into the season hungry, you know, come in and uh, make a statement early. So I got October 25th, first circled on my calendar. Uh, Gabe, why don't you give us your first date that you got marked on your calendar? Yeah, I'm not going much further down the calendar here. Uh, I got the home opener against Chicago. Just, uh, you know, I always love going to that first game. The crowd is hype. Mason like rumbling through through the uh stadium always feels really cool. And then it's a uh, team against Chicago we could win. Always nice to start with a win. Um you know, we've played them tight a few times and I just want to see the team in action in person for the first time. Yeah, and uh interesting thing about that game is it'll be uh one of our 15 back-to-backs. We'll be coming off our first back-to-back that game, I think we have the most back-to-backs in the league this season. So uh, we got like three games in uh, four days in the first four days of the season. So good for us, but the guys may be a little tired. Uh, I'm not complaining, though. I get more Pistons basketball. Connie, what is the first game you got circled? Well, I wanted to ask you two first about your choices. Beyond it just being the first game of the season, why are you picking the Miami matchup? Is it just because it it, it's a good measuring stick? matchup or is there anything specific about Miami that gets you riled up more than another team I think it is the measuring stick aspect of it I think it's uh you know we're going off we're going up against a guy that has the capability to destroy any team you know Jimmy Butler is always going to be hungry um we're probably going to get in season Jimmy Butler so I think it's we're okay for (laughs) for a little while but um you know, I'm interested. You know, is, is Miami going to have Damian Lillard, too? That's also something that we got to keep an eye on. So a, lo- a lot of moving pieces that could still go on. Is, is Damian Lillard's first game as a Heat going to be against Detroit? Uh, I think that's always going to be fun. And uh, we saw what Kate Cunningham could do to uh, Halliburton, Edwards, and Jalen Brunson. So I'd like to see him go to work on Kyle Lowry for sure. Uh, so it'll be an interesting matchup for me. Like you said, it's a measuring stick. So I think uh, I, I like the I like the way that it kind of gets the season going. We're not easing into it. It's just, you know, full, full speed in. For me, it's just the first game. <laughs> it's hype. <Yeah. laughs> I've waited so long. All right. Well, my first game is uh, November 5th 
It's it's the Suns at the Pistons, and I have it for a couple reasons. Oh, one, one, I'm just like super interested with what the Suns have going on. Uh, they're the one team that's kind of just said Fuck the new uh the new cap rules. We're just gonna spend until we can't spend anymore, which I love because I love an owner that just goes out and tries to go for it. But um. I love the Pistons matchup for a couple reasons. Number one, obviously, uh, Monty Williams let go by the Suns, uh, getting his retribution with the Detroit Pistons. Will it be uh, a Casey type thing? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we we'll always beat the Suns. Toronto for the past couple of years. Maybe we own the Suns for this couple of years. But uh, I'm really excited for a couple of matchups here. One is the Cade Cunningham sort of just like exhibition. I feel like Kevin Durant is a guy Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are two of the premier uh, mid-range players sort of the type of players that get the shots that we think Cade Cunningham is going to get you know mid-range action shots beating guys moving off ball Um, second is that Kevin Durant has said some good things about Cade Cunningham in the past when he had a he had a sick game against Brooklyn uh, last year before he went down where KD had great things to say about uh, Cade um, so this is just a game where I'd love to see Cade really like flex himself, flex his muscles, show off to other guys that sort of play in a similar ilk as he does. Um, and I love, I'd love for this to be a juxtaposition game between DeAndre Ayton and Jalen Duran, where we see the uh, sort of soft, soft hands, uh, hook shot driven pull-up driven DeAndre Ayton versus the manimal that is Jalen Duran. Um, so, yeah, Suns at Pistons, November 5th, 3 p.m. Ooh, 3 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a trend. Hopefully, Cade doesn't get tossed from that one like he did uh, last time we played the Suns in a matinee. That's a Sunday. Yeah. That's a Sunday, Sunday yeah. matinee. Yeah. In that Phoenix matchup particularly, I could see Monty Williams saying to Jalen Duran, just go beat the crap out of this guy. Like, like just because it's so personal, I think he might do that. And we've seen Duran, who it was when he was still at Memphis, was it Chet Holmgren? Yeah. Yeah. Big primetime matchup on, on national TV. And he just like beat the crap out of him. He takes he it personal. <laughs> he takes it personal. He yeah, exactly. owes physicality on people. And when people like are sort of soft or like thought to be soft, yeah, I think he goes out and he hits him with some hammers. So with that fire under Monty and that fire under Duran, I hope he just goes out there, beats the crap out of him, 2020, you know, easy one. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Do what he did against the Spurs that one night. Zach Collins, <laughs> yeah. duplicate it. Love it. Um, uh, but you guys you guys took a lot of the good matchups, I'm not going to lie, but thankfully there's a lot of really good matchups this season. Um, I was excited to see we even had a national TV game. Um, but I started with Detroit versus Atlanta on November 14th, which is a home game in the in-season tournament, um, which I'm really looking forward to. And I'm sure we're going to dive into an in-season tournament here. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys have games on, on your list from the in-season tournament. Um, but I'm just really excited for this home one. You know, um, the fans have always been there. You know, you mentioned the fans being crazy opening night. Um, we go almost every opening night and we were there last year and we just heard how, how loud it was. Um, you know, Gabe, you can attest for that. Not an open seat in that building. Everybody fully, you know, passionate on a Pistons basketball team. I was there too. You were there too. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know if you were in North Carolina yet. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, the beef stew game. You know, we have a what this playoff tournament or this in season tournament is going to be a playoff type atmosphere. I think you know for these crappy teams, um, like the Pistons, who who have a track record of having some pretty good fans. You know, we were up there in attendance last year, and now there's something to play for. You know, the fans are going to show up. They're going to be loud. Um, and in terms of our opponent, I think it's a little interesting too. You know, Sadiq Bay's back home. Um, and on top of that, this is my Trey Young is a fraud year. I think he had a dip last year, and I think it's going to be a bigger dip this year. Um, I look forward to him being locked up and the Pistons winning. Man, you and Pat Bev are going to be button-headed on the Trey Young debate for a while. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I love it. Um, I, was, I was not there. <laughs> so vividly, man. <laughs> I just lied for fun, man. <laughs> what was the last game the three of us went to when we were sitting in those gifted seats? Oh, uh, that was um, was it Oklahoma City? Well, were we blue? No, it's against the Clippers. Where they blew, oh, yeah, we blew yeah, the yeah, lead? Yeah, yeah blew the, <laughs> the ten blew point lead, lead. Is like three minutes left. De- December twenty sixth, two thousand and twenty two. I, I don't remember. We bought them. No. Right? It haunts me. Those was are that? a gift from yeah from Stefan. Really? Yeah. Stefan? All right, whatever. Okay, I really thought I was at that Stu game, but I'm now realizing October of last year I was here and not. <laughs> Not in Michigan watching Isaiah Stewart hit a game ceiling three pointer. Sorry, right. you can you can fly in this year. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Uh, I I guess uh, well, I'll go next. Um, let's see. The next team I got circled on my calendar, January tenth. Um, I forget who we're playing that day. I gotta look it up. Spurs. I wrote down the dates. The Spurs. I knew it was someone. So obviously, I had to put the Spurs in there somewhere. Um, I mean, when a guy who's supposed to be a generational talent like uh, Victor Wimbanyama is playing your team for the first time, you're going to want to mark your calendars. You're going to want to tune in to see that. I think the Spurs have something crazy like 19 national televised games this year, which is just not really fair at all. But it is what it is. But I'm excited to see Wemby in the NBA. I don't know, like a lot of people, what it's going to be like. But um. It'll be his first trip to the Motor City, so it can't hurt to uh, have that one circled. We're going to tune in regardless, but uh, it's the first time we'll see Wemby against our Detroit Pistons. Only problem is uh, I think that might be a rest day for Wemby. I don't know. <laughs> against the Pistons, January 10th. You know, it's kind of a <laughs> the long stretch of the season. It is the second half of a back-to-back for the Pistons. Uh Possible. Well, we'll I mean, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see. If he it would be great to watch, it, though. It would be. I'd love to see Jalen Duran and Beef Stew be physical with Wemby. Just uh, the the Spurs <laughs> of that game are coming off three days of rest and have two days of rest afterwards. So hey, that's we nice. might we might be looking to see some guys there on the Spurs. Yeah, I um, I totally agree. I'd love to see Victor. Um, really looking forward to him getting dunked on by Amen Thompson. Uh, <laughs> Also, isn't that and I mean both of them, but yeah, isn't uh, that going to be Killian Hayes' return to Detroit too? <laughs> Are we trading him to San Antonio? Um, had to pull the heartstrings a little bit on that one, but if the French connection can't be in Detroit, it's got to be somewhere. Uh, anyway, Jan 10th, Spurs at Pistons is the second game I got marked. 
Um, Gabe, what about you? What's the second game you got? You you got your eye on? Uh, I'll just go two days later, January twelfth. Uh, we're home versus Houston, and I mean, you know, all the Reddit fans know the rivalry with Houston. Uh, it's gonna be the Twins playing each other for the first time, I think. Um, Cade versus Green again, and I really want to see Shengun versus uh, um, our bigs. It's, he's just a fun watch. So for those three reasons. And then I think it's still, it's kind of in that part of the season where teams are kind of like figuring out who goes where. And if we're still, we're both kind of winning a few games, I could see it being a really high scoring, putting close win for us. Oh, and I also predict a Brooks and Stu altercation in that game. They might both get tossed. <laughs> <laughs> Throw fuel on the fire. That's also the first time that Ime Ujoka and Monty Williams meet up in their new respective organization. Connie, what about you? What is the second game you are looking at? Uh, the second game I'm looking at is December 30th. It's the first time the Raptors are coming to Detroit. Uh, like you've already mentioned, we've owned the Raptors for the past couple of years. Uh, I mean, yeah, disproportionately. But we've lost our secret in Dwayne Casey, and now it's Monty Williams. You know those Raptors fans are going to come down and make it about – I mean, hopefully, what I'm hoping from this game is that we don't see the 50-50 crowd that we usually see um, when the Raptors come to town. Uh, and what – you know, I really just want to beat them for the uh, two years later rookie of the year race. Uh, Scotty Barnes is that rookie of the year. Kate Cunningham was obviously the best player from that class. Uh, this is a game where I'd really like to see Kate go out there and just bust their ass and just prove like, hey, I'm better than this dude. And I think the Raptors are going to end up in a, especially if they do a Pascal Siakam trade, are going to end up in a similar standing spot as the Pistons. So I think the wins over the Raptors are going to matter um, in those tiebreaker opportunities and just giving them a loss and us a win. Uh, just just for those little standings battles. Maybe it's a fight for the 10th seed, and this game's going to matter. So, yeah. Hey, a win's a win. I, when I was going through the calendar looking for day two, I kept looking at Toronto, and I was like, oh, that, that that's not a thing anymore. But we'll see what it's like uh, in this upcoming season. Valley, do you have another game you were looking at? I do, but I, I did want to say something about that Houston game real quick. That is yeah. our only nationally televised game, uh, ESPN. Big day. Love to get one. Um, you know, a member of <laughs> Cambridge Green, it had to be one. Um, and yeah. then I thought about it just for a second, and I think our backcourt <clears throat> is going to drop 50 to 70 that game because Fred Van Vliet is like 5'7". No way he's guarding Cade. And Jalen Green can't play defense. I think that's going to be a, a fun game for us. Um, Might be. But I do have another game uh, circled here, and that's just as simple as November 20th versus the Denver Nuggets. Reason being, they are the reigning NBA champions. You only get to see them once a year, obviously, coming in. Um, fun basketball team to watch. You know, if you're going, if you're only able to go to one or two games this year, maybe, I would definitely consider going to to this game right here because the Nuggets are a fun basketball team. Obviously, you know, if Jokic plays, that team is, is, is the best in the NBA as they are champions. They have the best player in the NBA which makes him fun to watch. Um, also always fun, few writing, a uh, few familiar faces coming back to visit the the Detroit Pistons Stadium. 
come back to Detroit with with a few rings now. You know, um, it's always nice to see them. You know, have a and, come full circle and and see how far they've come. But second half of a back to back for the Nuggets is the Pistons. Okay, so no yoke. The Cavs the night before. I hope we see Jokic. I hope we see the guys. But yeah, yeah, yeah that may be a rest day for like everyone. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to it. If Jokic is here, Jokic is here. Valley, you and I know a Nuggets fan, so he's been wanting to go to a Piston Nuggets game for as long as we've known him. So maybe we can finally make that happen. <laughs> November 20th, yeah. Yeah, Mark, our account. Insane, real quick. Well, just this is a complete tangent and it's absolutely nothing. I'm just looking at the Nuggets schedule because I was looking at those back to backs, and tickets are ranging from like $30 to $120, depending on the team. <clears throat> When they go to Chicago on December 11th, or sorry, December 12th, so it says tickets as low as $1,760. Jesus, <laughs> just, that's, that's, that's right <laughs> in my budget. It's <laughs> just hilarious. That, it's, uh, that, that is crazy. Well, hopefully Pistons tickets don't cost that much. I don't think we got to worry about that this year. We're more in the uh, ten to twelve dollar ballpark, right there. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, The third game I got circled on my calendar is Feb fourth. Orlando comes to town Um, for the same reasons as mentioned earlier. It's kind of like I I think, uh, Connie, you were talking about it in the Raptors scenario. Like, I I feel like the Pistons and the Magic are kind of going to be around the same seating. I feel like we're going to be around the same seating, so it's kind of important that we take uh, those games against Orlando. I went through the schedule a few times. I think we only play Orlando three times, so I was looking for a fourth, but I couldn't find it. Um, But if we only play Orlando three times, I feel like those are going to be three competitive games as long as both teams are healthy. Um, Paolo Bencaro coming into his sophomore year, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Dern sophomore year. I think it'll be an exciting matchup. Uh, another scenario where I feel like Kate can go off. No one can really um, guard him on that team unless um, they want to put someone bigger on him, which could lead to matchup issues. But uh, I'm excited for – I like the Piston-Orlando games. I think uh, I think they're usually entertaining. Uh, that's also just like a big matchup. I feel we're Orlando and Detroit is like two teams that are currently sort of in the same stage of – being an NBA team, they're both sort of kind of trying to be on the upswing, have promising young players, think they're the next team up that's going to start winning some games and making some noise. Uh, so, yeah, I am looking looking forward to that matchup. I just remember that uh, pa- pa- Paolo dunk on Corey Joseph. That was also in that game that we watched. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that that must have been crazy in person. They called that Paolo's first NBA poster, well, but I don't think he even noticed Corey Joseph was there. What <laughs> What do you Jalen and Durham poster from that game? I don't really yes, know. Yeah, we're going to ring on the fast break. Yeah. I know, KK. What do you think got more, more overall, like, clicks on social media? Paolo Boncaro's, you know, debut game poster? Or next time in Detroit against the Magic, Killian Hayes punching Mo Wagner in the <laughs> So it's either Paolo punching it or Killian punching it. Which, yeah. one, got <laughs> Which one do you think uh, got more like just like media? The Killian thing. The Killian thing. And like is a knockout, you know. <laughs> got a lot of eyes on it. 
But yeah, I totally, for, I totally forgot that that's another reason to have the strike up on your calendar. But Killy may not be here, so it may not make a difference. But uh, that'll be well, another Sunday. From, um, from the Killian fans here, but Killian's future here. I'm in. I know, I know. Paolo Dunk, Dunk, 30,000 views on the Bleacher Report YouTube channel. The channel pays knockout punch. 30,000 views. The Killian Hayes knockout punch has 1.1 million views on the Bleacher Report YouTube. Why is no one watching that Paolo Boncaro? Because he was setting a charge. It's a point guard setting up for a charge against a big man. Like, it was a cool dunk, but, like, this debut? There's, there's stuff to it, you know? Like, one, a dunk over somebody setting a charge is always lamer than a regular dunk on. And it was Corey Joseph, who's, like, a 5'11", older point guard. <laughs> you know, it's not the most impressive person to dunk on. The 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 taking a charge thing, I, I rebuttal you on that because that Aaron Gordon poster on the Suns was a guy trying to take a charge, but I think winner? it's still it. Was it the game no, winner? I just they called it, no. they called it the charge at the end. But it was a, but yeah. it, but it was an and one block though. Like after review. Oh, was it? I don't I knew there was some funny business behind it. I don't remember what it was though. But uh our but that dunk that was a game winning dunk, pretty much. If I, yeah, I don't remember the game. I just remember the dunk. But yeah, I'll take yeah. the word for it. They take they the called it a charge to start, and then and then the overturned overturned it. after. So, yeah, no, that was okay. I agree that that was a sick dunk, but that was also a game ceiling overtime fast break dunk against the Phoenix Suns, which are your rivals in the Western Conference. Okay, fair enough. A little different than dunking on Tojo in the first game of the season while he's just perfectly set up. Fair enough. Um, Man, Kojo is on the Warriors now, isn't he? He That's crazy. That's crazy. You got Kojo, uh, Chris Paul, Steph Curry all on the same team. Who knew? I wonder how him dribbling 14 times in a row is going to fit into that Warriors system right there. You think he knocks that out of his game? Yeah, for I, sure. think he, yeah. I think he's knocking all dribbling out of this game. He's just gonna be catch and shoot over there. He's not gonna be playing, uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair too. Another early season game, November tenth. Uh it's a start of the in season tournament at home against the Sixers. Uh, it just it's it all sounds great to me. You know, hopefully Embiid is still playing. It's early in the season. He's mad at hard and so he's putting up huge numbers. Well, he's on the and Sixers. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, that's first, that's Dern's first, that'll be his first test against, like, an all-star big this season. Um, MVP, MVP type big this season. Uh, and there's always beef between us. They usually kill us, but occasionally we'll, uh, it was last season or two seasons ago, too, I went to that game and uh, we beat them. It always feels uh, good to beat the Sixers and who knows maybe we scrap our way to like a finals loss in the in-season tournament <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this in-season tournament but yeah gotta like, go ahead. group stage is only being four games all of those games really do kind of matter to us like we could make it like we could make it into that single elimination tournament with a couple nice drops I mean it's it's like a like 
soccer teams that are like mid table, they'll like put more effort into like a tournament rather than like getting placement in the season. So maybe that uh happens with us, that same type of logic. Hey, any pistons win is a good win. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of soccer teams and like kind of the way their tournaments are done, the winners of those tournaments are often rewarded with more than just a financial reward. It's often, oh, now you're competing in this event. And I saw somebody on ESPN said it, which is rare, because usually ESPN just spits a bunch of garbage. But they said that the winner of this in-season tournament should get an automatic bid, you know, into the playoffs or play-in or whatever it is. But I like the idea of winning a tournament, you know, like Gabe said, one of these worst teams, committing more to that, winning that in order to, you know, to make the playoffs. I like the incentive. Should guarantee you, like, 10th seed or something. Yeah, it shouldn't guarantee like a good spot because then like a good team would like go into that in season tournament, try to win it, and then just poop off the rest of the regular season. But if it just rec- if it just locks you in like a low seed, then yeah, I like it. That, that means the, re- the 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 worst teams might grind out. Yeah, throw them in at ten seed. I like that. That's a good I idea. Mind it. Yeah, it's not bad. I think the reward right now is a financial reward. It's like five hundred thousand for the team or something. Yeah. Which, but, which like, for the players on the Pistons being young, a lot of them on is good. contracts, <laughs> that makes an impact. You know, like, even Cade making, like, whatever, $10 million a year, you tell me you get 5% of your salary in one day? I'm yeah, the, the problem is the stars. Day. Like, are the stars going to play these no, games? I, stars, I know, but, like, you know, <laughs> for, uh, like an NBA view. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think like, they won't try any less hard, and I think if you're a good star and you're trying to win, then you'll try to win for the lesser guys in your team. Like, a big job of the star is to get the role players going. And I think guys like, I don't know, like Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry's going to put on a show for his his 11th men, who are who that's going to make a difference. For Corey Joseph. Yeah, I think it's going to matter to him that he makes a difference in their lives, and everybody's going to play harder for it. Not everybody, though. Connie, what is the next game you got circled on your couch? Uh, next game I got is another – it's also a big man matchup. It is January 20th, and it is the first game that Milwaukee is coming into Detroit. I feel like Milwaukee has owned us for the past years. Uh, so very – Distinct memories of Andre Drummond setting the playoff plus minus record for worst plus minus against the Bucks in that playoff series. I feel like we have never beaten them. We may have. I don't have the stats in front of us, but it feels like every time that Milwaukee comes up, it's just I just feel like it's a guaranteed like 15, 20 point loss. They're going to destroy us. Um, so I put this one on there because I think it would mean something. It would make me believe that we are on a different trajectory as a team if we beat the Bucks. Like, if we're if we're doing pretty well by then and we are managed to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, it would it would it would signal something to me that it is a changing of the tides, a turning of the tables, and the Pistons are on a different track with a different team with a different future. Not just like there's yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It and is- makes sense. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're also in town um, on the 22nd, right? Milwaukee? Yeah. 
we get them back to back. That's why I also really like your point of this being kind of like a, a like a point to seeing where we're at. Like if we're having an all right season, you know, Milwaukee comes around, usually beats us by 40. We get to see them in our own home two times in a row, hopefully healthy and get a real go at them. You know, can really uh tell us where we are, which, uh, which you know, I really, really like that. As long as we don't get swept again by Milwaukee, I feel like this progress. We got to win at least one, two, I'd be ecstatic. I believe we just snapped that. What was the streak at? 16 games in a row? Yeah, it was like 16 or 17. It was something crazy. So we break, broke it. <laughs> yeah, right. We, okay, so we beat them once out of four times. We got to beat them at least two times this year. Feel like we can we beat them both run. of those home games? That would be nuts. We also that have would be we nice. also have an away a, a couple away games in Milwaukee earlier in the season. So yeah, yeah, those are gonna wanna, be cake. A Milwaukee victory or a couple of Milwaukee victories would be cathartic for this team and signal a new era. That's why I picked them. I love it. Valley, what about you? What's the next game you got circled? My last one is Friday, January fifth. At the Golden State Warriors, because we get to play against Corey Joseph, guys. <laughs> uh, just seeing the matchup, uh, you know, Golden State Warriors, biggest one of the biggest names in the NBA. Two really good backcourts uh, facing off against each other, and it's just fascinating to see um, where they're at in terms of the start of their career and the end of the career. Obviously, with Clay, Steph, and now Chris Paul and Corey Joseph, even uh, the Warriors have an old, old backcourt, and you know, the Pistons, obviously, the complete opposite. Um, and I always just love playing here, and I feel like we come up with something special every year we play Golden State. Um, and last year, obviously, we saw that the game winner in Sadiq. Um, but we we always go there and we compete. Um, and I look forward to to having that opportunity again. But also, it just man, ten p.m. on a Friday, first Friday after New Year's. You know, you'd think people are out partying then, but man, well, uh, nothing like going <laughs> from a ship at nine p.m. And watching Pistons basketball. It's honestly, couldn't ask for anything else. <laughs> I'm licking my lips just thinking about it, man. <laughs> I can't wait to turn down an invite. <laughs> no, I got business to take Sorry, care of. Basketball watch. It sounds even worse saying it in North Carolina, man. <laughs> we good? That's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a dub against dubs any day but uh i i want to talk a little more in season tourney kind of you know kind of make this a little bit of a one-stop shop for any of the listeners out there who aren't aware as of yet um the pistons are in the east a group uh in in the bracket and they will be playing four games the people in the other teams in their group include the sixers the hawks uh two both of those games have been uh circled on the calendar already by two of our guys here today. The last two are against Cleveland and the Pacers. Surprised no one wants to see Detroit Cleveland uh, this season, but uh, we're going to see it part of the in-season tourney. Um, each team plays two home games and two away games. So the two Piston home games are going to be at 7 p.m. against the Sixers on November 10th and the Hornets on November 14th and the two away games against Cleveland on November 17th and the Pacers on November 24th. So I, I know we touched on it a little bit. If you got any other thoughts, let's just throw them in here. How are you guys thinking the season tournament's going to go, in-season tournament's going to go? 
I think if James Harden um, is just going to sit out, I, I think Detroit has a chance against the Sixers. Uh, I think we can beat Atlanta. Cleveland, I'm still a little iffy on. They got a lot of star power. They got the, the Twin Towers over there, too, so I'm not quite sure. Um, Indiana will be a good matchup for sure. I think, uh, you know, Halliburton, Cade, Walker, Asar, uh, just to name a couple of guys, I think that's going to be an intriguing matchup. So I think they're the shot we get out of the East A group uh, with a, with some wins. Uh, but any other thoughts on the in-season tournament? I think so as well. Um, I think we can make it. I don't know exactly. Like, does only the top team make it out, or the do the top two teams like make it into the playoffs? It's the top team from every group plus in East con in each conference. The best team to not be the top seed. So like the best team out of the rest of them. And they call okay. that team the wild card. Yeah, the four four teams from either conference are making. Season tournament. I don't think we're gonna make it, but I think we're gonna win a few games. Like I would say, I think it's gonna be the Cavs coming out of there. Yeah, probably. I mean, if the cat, yeah, that makes the most sense. The Cavs can dominate any team out of the Sixers, Hawks, us, and the Pacers. So yeah, I agree with you. I think our best bet is uh, just these th- the other teams here not taking it as seriously. Yeah, I think we're gonna take it super seriously. Yeah, I think that this team, our team, is gonna is gonna try a little bit harder than these other guys, uh, for these games, and I think that's how. This is how we win, and that's really the only way we win. Because like, if if all these teams are going all out, the Pistons aren't making out of this group. But like, it's sort of, I guess I don't know. It's regular season games. These other teams might not care as much. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. Valley, any other thoughts on the in-season tournament? Oh, in-season tournament record predictions for these group Ooh. stages. We have one game versus Philly, Atlanta, Indiana, and who am I missing? The Cavs. Philly, Indiana. Okay, Cleveland. So four games. What is our record through the group stages? Let's make this guess right off. Two and two. Yeah, I'm gonna say two and two as well. Get cocky. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna jump in the three and one, three and one book. All right, I think Indiana's gonna beat us. Say one and three. (laughs) Real real confident, huh? No, if you're saying you can't have two people saying three and one and two and two, there's got to be someone that says a below 500 record. Man, you just had to be the downer. We have you're right. We have too much optimism on this on this pod. You know, I'll go 0-4. Should I should I go back to my 0-4 days from every single season prediction last year, week prediction? Jeez, that was a terrible time. Like Gabe said, a, a a win per pod is what we're asking for. Not much. <laughs> uh, but really, I'm uh, really excited for this. Uh, I know there's a lot of hate towards the in season tournament, but I'm just I'm really excited to like have basketball that means even if it means like 10 percent more to the players like even the slightest increase i'm really excited for just more basketball that matters at some level yeah and it like means something right i I think you're right i think just you know 
we're going to tune in regardless, but when we tune in on those days, you know, I mean, I'm sure Valley and Gabe will go to at least one of the two home games for sure. So it, it should be fun, especially if the fans do turn it into a playoff atmosphere inside OCA. I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun for sure. And I think for those single elimination games, those are still single elimination tournament games. Like those are, I think there's some real potential with those. Oh yeah. Winner go home games are always fun. Yeah. Uh, Any other thoughts on the season schedule or in season tourney or uh, anything else piston related? Uh, well, not Pistons, but Christmas Day games. That Golden State Nuggets game at two thirty. I'm gonna be watching that one. And I'll snooze <laughs> until ten thirty <laughs> for the late game. What's the Christmas schedule? Huh? Oh, uh, twelve p.m. Bucks Knicks. Two thirty yeah. Warriors Nuggets. Five p.m. Boston Lakers. Yeah. Eight p.m. Sixers Heat. And then ten thirty. Dallas Phoenix. It's all I mean, right. If everybody, I mean, last year, this past year, I feel like nobody was playing on Christmas, so a lot of those games kind of suck. But I feel like if people show up, that's I don't know. I wouldn't be napping for that Bucks or not that Bucks, the Boston Lakers game. I wouldn't be napping for that. I hate watching Boston. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like Jason Tatum. <laughs> all right. Uh, any other games you got? You guys are looking at uh, on opening night. I think the Suns play the the Warriors for their first game, so I think that'll be a real interesting matchup. Chris Paul's first game as a Warriors against the Suns. Uh, it'll be I think KD's first game back in the Bay since he left. So I mean, a lot going on there. Um, there was another game on opening night. I forget what it was that I had my eye on too, but uh, I'm just I'm excited some... for the season to be back. Yeah, that... same. I was Nuggets just going to say, I have some quick uh, – Nuggets-Lakers are going to be great. That's what it is, Nuggets-Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Some quick Pistons trivia if you want. Three questions. Oh, always, Lakers. always. Did anyone play the Immaculate Grid today? No. I did not. Okay, well, Pistons were in it. So what player played for <laughs> both the Pistons and the Knicks? Alec Burks. Yep. I said Reggie Bullock. <laughs> uh, what player played for the Pistons and the Bucks? Chris Middleton. Middleton. Yeah, Middleton. Chris and then Middleton. the last one was just uh, which Piston was an All NBA player? Blake, Blake Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like yeah. all time? It just says All NBA. Andre Drummond. Was he ever All? Him too. I don't. I think he was once. He, he could was. have been 13. Yeah, I mean, Blake was 13. All right. Anyway, Pistons fans, get hyped. The season is coming. We also got a few preseason games on the schedule, too. Uh, the aforementioned Suns will be coming to the arena for a preseason game on October 8th. Then the Pistons will head north of the border to Montreal to take on the Thunder before coming back uh, to the U.S., I believe, in Oklahoma City uh, to play the Thunder again. I think those are the three preseason games that we have so far. I might be forgetting one, uh, but those three for sure. So October 8th is actually the first day I got circled on my calendar because 
that's when I get to watch Pistons basketball again for the first time in what seems like 40 decades. But uh, don't forget to go to our YouTube channel and check out the Jaden Ivy video, Jaden Ivy Ferrari. That's what we titled it. Uh, it's on there, up and loaded now. We've got about a little over 130 views after a few days, so make sure you go check that out. If you haven't seen it already, go check out our Cade Cunningham uh, revenge tour video as well. That is up to... Uh, we'll have another one coming your guys' way in the next week or so. But uh, until then, throw the buffs on Detroit because the future and the season will be bright.